So listen, Jesus, God Almighty. So listen, I got a kid named. Hang on, let's 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 bless the podcast. It's wet in there. Something's wrong with you two. That's it's horrible. We're from Florida. It's hor. I'm from Florida. What is going on with you guys? We've done some shit. So you can oh, tell we've done horrible. some shit. It's horrible. Woo! My eyes are water- about to start yeah. watering. Mine are watering. Wow, that was, that was the worst one I ever did. Did it hit your eyes? Did it get your eyes? Oh, yeah. That's the worst when it gets your eyes, bro. My eyes were burning for like two days after I did it at Bubba's place. That's a fresh match. Whew! Don't get them mixed up. It's Russian roulette right here, bud. Yep. Some people are telling me that you I have you on here too much. Is that true? I mean, I think for every one of those guys, there's 10 guys saying you should have me on here more. Yeah, that that's is probably that's true. true. That's Even Bubba said that you're on here a little bit too much. It, I'm yeah, of did. course. I'm <laughs> <bet> he did. <laughs> have you heard from him? Yeah. <clears throat> I talked oh. to him a couple days ago. Oh, he was okay. supposed to hit up Colby. Did he hit him up? Um, yeah, he did. Mm. Yeah. Okay, good. I hope it's going to work out. Does it sound like it's going to be... Uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really ask... Are you going to go back on the show, or not back? Are you going to go on the show? Yeah, has, he, has he called you at all? No. I'm sure. The I heard you when they Diacos. called you that day. How was it that one day when we called you live on from his studio, when I had him call you? Uh, how? What do you mean? Well, like, you made a whole video about it, right? Like, you weren't expecting us to call you. You yeah, were live I, on his radio I show when I we called you. it yesterday. Yeah, I saw, I saw the screenshot popped up on my YouTube page, <laughs> yeah. but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I mean, it's just me sitting there. Basically, I explain Bubba's situation for people that don't know who he was and who he is and yeah. the Hulk. And then I say, you know, the, I went on the show. There was an issue. I got a call. And then I said, and then Danny went on a show. And then I said, and they just called me. And then I said, I'm going to play the video. And then I play the video where I'm sitting there going, okay. And we're going back and forth. It's like 38 minutes. Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. I mean, me, I, t- eight minutes was me explaining who he is. Cause I my can't believe you fucking outed that, that doctor. <laughs> What was I supposed to what, say? What did you uh, say about him? But what I was thinking about, what was I supposed to say? So get, I gave him. I didn't do it. I mean, he. Mu- you're right. He must have not known that you oh, were Oh, Bubba had no that. idea. He had no clue. Well, Bubba, so he never told him in the first place. No. No. The guy said, I don't want him on the show again. Right. And he didn't tell you him know, why. Who the Diakos? And, yeah. yeah. And Bubba just went, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And said, I'll never have him on again. Great. Okay. Uh, you think it's really like that? I don't think. Do you think oh, he's I, really like straight up bitch boy <clears> like that? Or do you think... Why are they funding him? Do you think? Do you think he's really? They got him by the balls like that. Listen, prior to, so here's what I didn't say. I don't think they have him by the balls. Prior to, um, uh, that that second episode, I had done the first episode. Bubba asked me to, you know, we went out back, we talked for a while. Then he called me several times, and he asked me, "Look." Would you consider coming on the podcast? Would you consider helping me with YouTube? And then we'll cut up the videos, and I'll give you half of the revenue from all the YouTube that comes in, and I'll bring you on the show. You'll be a regular. We'll come on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I'll give you this much money. Mm-hmm. And I, like he was pushing hard. I was like, I don't know. Let me think about it. I'm not sure. Because I got Jess the whole time saying, I don't trust this guy. I'm Why? telling you. She's like, he's sleazy. There's something wrong with him. He's burnt every bridge he's ever fucking had if you look into him. So I'm like, I don't, I know, but what's the big deal? He's going to pay me. You know, it'll help me. I can start a channel because I didn't really have a channel then. I can start a channel. It'll help me kind of garner 
subscribers. And mm-hmm. so I had this whole conversation. And then I was like, I don't know, just, you know, let me think about it. Let me see. I went on the show the next day. That whole thing happened, right? Um, and then as I came, you know, I got, but as soon as I got home, I got the text from Bubba. Boom. Really? Hey, sorry, bro. It doesn't look like it's going to work out. Really? Wow. And I was, he was like, yeah, not going to work out. And I go, um, I have a feeling it has something to do with the Diacos. He goes, yeah, bro, it does have something to do with Diacos. I don't want to get into, into it. Good luck. Like, that's it. Like, this is a guy who's blowing up my text yeah. for a week. Gone. Diaco said, boom. Yeah. He said, yes, sir. And didn't even ask why. Like, it, let's say there was somebody who said, let's say I was like, hey, Danny, I'm going to have. Can I say Ben Mala? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You know, I'm gonna have he'll big, beep it out if you can. I'm gonna have so and so on my on my program, <clears throat> right? And you said, and I said, yeah, Danny, I'm gonna have him on my. Yeah, he's gonna come. It's cool. We're gonna do like a two hour thing. And Danny were, to, and then Danny were to say, yeah, bro, I don't, I, I really don't want you to do that. If I were to say, okay, yeah, that's cool, but you know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't say, okay, Danny, you're right. You said so. That's good. And never ask why. Unless I basically worked for you. Like if you just said, I said no and it's no. Okay, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, cool, cool. That's mm. the relationship we would have to have for me to not say why. Yeah. I'll think about it, Danny. We'll talk about it. But why? Yeah. You need to have a good reason. <laughs> now, if you had a good reason, okay. But Bubba never asked. No. He never asked. He just said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like to me, I don't know about you, but that says something about our relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> You know, that one person's 100% in control. That's weird. You don't even get to question it. That's so weird. I just find it hard. I just don't see it. I mean, I understand what you're saying makes total sense, but I just don't see that dynamic between them. I don't see him answering to somebody like that as far as content. Like, why would they, why would they fucking choke him out and, and, and stifle any, any sort of possibility for success by having you on there just because of some, some personal fucking petty shit like that? It, it, absolutely petty. Like, and, you know, and this is the thing, too. Like, like I said, if I had been given instructions like, hey, bro, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But, but it, it was never like that. It was like, okay, you're sitting down here, you know, we're going to, you know, okay, you you ever seen the show? Not really. Not recently. Not in 25 years. So Diaco is like the Peter Thiel of Tampa. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Woo! The nice segue. Did you watch that documentary? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I it, wish I would have seen that I've watched it before. Oh, have you? I didn't realize I had watched it before. I had watched it, I want to say, a, a couple years ago because all of that was very familiar to me. How old is the documentary? 2017. Okay, so I have watched Because when years. I was watching it, I was like, I was like, oh, wait, didn't this person buy this paper? Oh, wait, wasn't he? Uh, so I oh, knew so I'd knew, seen yeah. As I was watching, I was like, I know I've seen this before for some reason. Um. But yeah, and I knew the whole thing as I was watching it. So I definitely saw it before. I just didn't know how long ago. What was your take on the whole documentary? Um, I mean, I know you're... It was called, by the way, it's called Nobody Speak. Right. I, I wish I would have seen that before I talked to Bubba. Well, I, I know your take is, you know, that there's these billionaires behind the scene um, that are, are helping, or that are basically stifling free free press, right? Yeah. So that's part... But you mean, or do you mean just the the Hulk Hogan thing? Not, no, no, no. I'm talking about the whole overarching theme of it, not just the Hulk Hogan. The Hulk Hogan thing is great, a great part of it because it kind of sets up, sets it up, and it kind of is like a great kind of like clickbaity thing for the documentary. Like right. it makes sense to draw more attention to it. Right. 
and it's kind of like the catalyst which sets it off but um like the overarching theme of these crazy overlord billionaires who are trying to control the free press. He's like sick, that. doesn't he? He's got great. <laughs> it's like what was what was the Bozak? Was the, the the dark dark something of credit card Miami's fraud? Miami's dark lord oh, yeah. of credit card. Yeah, lord. I mean, some of them are just like anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, what do I think? You know, it, it's it's funny because to me that's something that like you have you know special interest groups, right? like lobbyists and stuff that do that all the time mm-hmm. for for laws and and it's not illegal like what they did wasn't illegal but they also bought that one guy who bought the newspaper it was a small local town newspaper mm-hmm. it wasn't massive he didn't change he didn't no that was the i think that was the biggest newspaper in las vegas it's las vegas though it's not las like vegas it's, is pretty yeah i, I mean, guess I don't it's know, not whatever. like it's massive and, and even so you didn't buy them all that guy's name was uh sheldon Adelson, right, the richest man in right. Vegas. Or he was the, the richest ho- uh, casino owner in Vegas. He just died last year. Well, yeah. Then they're back to do- printing whatever they want. Um, but uh, the, he was trying to hide the fact that he bought that newspaper, right? Yeah, yeah. He he, he, a, he did not want anybody to know that. Yeah, he did a horrible job. Yeah. Like I'm going to have my <clears throat> my son-in-law is going to your son. In, like obviously we know that you're involved. You yeah, did. You it. have like all the money. Yeah, your son-in-law runs some some whatever he ran for him. I'm sure. The Peter Thiel Gawker thing is Peter Thiel didn't hide from that at all. He was like, "Yeah, I oh, he came that. out like the next day. Yeah, that's right. He let him know. I like that. that. What did he do? I, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of gangster. I like the way Peter Thiel did it because fuck Gawker. I mean, Gawker was kind of just like they were they were just like grenade throwers. You know what I mean? They weren't really like doing any meaningful journalism. They were just no. doing like tabloid grenade throwing. They had. They had come out with some stuff before everybody else came because they required less. It was they were less, um, you know, there was less scrutiny in their underwrite or in the underwriting, <laughs> in their you know in their journalism. Like they didn't require all these different people to verify the story. So they heard yeah. about something. They said sounds credible. Run with it. As right. opposed to someone like the New York Times who's like, "Lay, we need." two different sources we need someone within <clears throat> inside the the administration like they're not running with just anything gawker was running and on a few occasions it was a big story right. like oh my god we blew it first yeah because you have no standards right you know so yeah they didn't knocking out gawker wasn't a big deal. And, and gawker look as far as um as, as far as your your you know you having a right to privacy like you do have a right to privacy like oh, yeah. your you're in someone's house and they're videoing you and then they sell the the video like I'm not in public bro like you yeah. need my permission right. to video me and sell it like you can't just do that like right. I get it if we're in public and you're videoing me like we're in public everybody can see this we're in public you can you can video me and sell it that's mm-hmm. news mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah this dude's in his house and you know banging his wife like it's a whole nother fucking weird and he clearly weird. didn't even know he was being filmed yeah yeah it's a whole weird issue and and the crazy part is he paid bubba only had to pay him five grand yeah yeah how the, weird is that the whole thing the whole you know what i really liked about it odd you know the thing about the documentary is they like they were really kind of dumb some parts of it were pretty dumb to me like the people they were interviewing were talking about the how the lawsuit was structured uh, with Hulk's legal team versus Gawker. And the people that were interviewing, the people that worked at Gawker, and they were like, we knew something was really, really fishy and not right when they removed one of the charges for psychological uh, distress. Right. Or mental distress. They removed it because 
Gawker's insurance policy for lawsuits would no longer cover them if that was not part of the lawsuit. So they're like, so this was really weird. Like that's not normal. That's of course that's normal in a lawsuit. Because well, now you're you, you don't want your you don't want the person you're suing to have money. That's the point. All lawsuits, especially those kind of civil suits, the point of those lawsuits is to fucking run them out of money. Right. Because you're not going to win. It's a fucking it's a well, pony show. I think what they were saying was the way I understood it was if they did win, the insurance company would pay. The, the verdict. If they removed the insurance company, then Gawker's owners were were liable. They could bankrupt the company and they could go after the owners. It, you see I what I'm was, saying? That, that's not what I got from it. I what I what I got from it was that they had an insurance. They had a corporate insurance policy that covered the expense oh, of the, lawsuits oh, like the, that. So it would pay you mean for the lawyers and the and the if they won and the um suit if they are the uh, the verdict. I don't know about the verdict. I don't know how that. I don't know. So even, I took it even as if, the verdict. Even if they the did law. win, I think even if Gawker did win, I don't think they would have gotten any sort of money from that. I think they just would have won. It would have been a wash because they weren't. They, were, they weren't countersuing, right? They were just defending themselves. They weren't the plaintiff. Yeah, I think they were just defending themselves. So they just their insurance policy was just going to cover their legal fees for their lawyers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if they if they removed that part of the lawsuit, then now their insurance company has an out. They don't have to. They don't have to cover their expenses anymore see i was thinking that if they lost our insurance company would pay whatever the you know whatever the damages were like if it was a hundred million then now the insurance company has to pay and i'm sure there's a cap like of it would have 20 million it would have right it would have so but so to say hey i want to have them removed so that they cannot contribute because we want to make sure we hurt gawker right like i that's the way i took Mm. it you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like still, it was personal. It was personal. Yeah. I don't want your insurance to bail you out. I want to make sure I bankrupt you. Right. But still you have a way better chance of winning. So if you don't remove that piece of the of the lawsuit and you they have insurance now covering their expenses, you're going to go for a bigger pot, a bigger pot of money, but you have a smaller chance of winning because they have unlimited funds now but to, it, to, for their lawyers to fight you for their lawyers to fight you if you remove that little piece of yeah, it these guys were now they have are, isn't the guy that owns gawker wasn't he worth millions anyway yeah, like how much he, is he going to pay out of his pocket versus out of an insurance policy i don't no, know no you're right the insurance policy is probably going to pay a lot more yeah because they because especially if they're liable for if they lose like well, we're right. going to dump a bunch of money because if we lose right. we're going to get hit for a hundred million right exactly so now they changes their whole way of thinking they're they're fucking on their heels now if they're paying it out of their own pocket so you're going to you're going to win a, a smaller amount of money, but you're going to have a way greater chance of winning that lawsuit because you're going to fucking run them out of money. Yeah, they have they have they have less um, less ability to, to mount a defense. But either way, they he ended up winning and got 115 million. If he got 115 million, he didn't. Bubba even said he's like when it all shook out after the, they paid the fees, paid the lawyers, blah blah blah. blah probably got like 20 or 30. I mean, Who, 20 Hulk? or 30. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. <clears throat> not a yeah, bad day, the right? No, that ain't bad. Um. Yeah, I. I and then, well, and then he then he turned around and he sued Cox Media. That was the bigger one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Then he like he sued like he got multiple. like seventy at a Cox. He, he, and he sued media. somebody else and got like forty. He got another hundred and ten. Like who he, else was? It, I forget sued? the second one that he he sued Cox Media and then another company like I don't know who the sec like Warner or ABC or CBS or something someone else. He sued them too. Mm-hmm. Bam, they paid him too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's got. Like that's out. probably one of the best things that ever happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big payday. Yeah, that was a big chunk of yeah. What a life, man. What a roller coaster of a life. He went straight from his divorce where he was like ready to kill himself and blow his brains out to right. that. 
Yeah. Well. And the FBI sting that was at the Sand Pearl, how they had the FBI sting get set up. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a nut. This dude's lived. Some of these guys who live these lives that you're just like, like, you know, the average guy, you know, he goes to high school. Maybe he goes to college. Maybe he just gets a, a, some kind of a, a technical degree. Or maybe he just gets into some kind of a field and he kind of stays in that field and he does okay or or does really well, whatever. You know, he goes on, he meets a girl and they get married and they have a two kids and he teaches soccer and he just, he has just like a regular life and they go on vacation. Like that guy listening to someone like Hulk Hogan's life or Bubba's life yeah. or it's like bizarre they're like what you did what like they like that night like 99% of people kind of follow that I graduated high school I got a job mm-hmm. I married the girl that I'm in love with I had kids you know so they hear <laughs> someone like like or even like even that guy I just told you uh, the guy we were talking about earlier that I wanted I said you should have on the program the guy uh, Johnny Walker oh like you listen to this guy's life and you're like this is bizarre like everything yeah. about this guy's yeah. life is insane i mean you've done things that i would have never done yeah. and i'll do some crazy shit like i mean like it's just like wow it's like how did you think that that was acceptable or was going to work and then it did work same thing with like hulk hogan like you're gonna i'm gonna be a wrestler like well how did you come up with that and how did you think you could make money at that and how did you think mm-hmm. or even bubba well, I kind of like this, and I talked about this, and then I got on the radio. But he had a radio show, and I got on the radio show, and then, you know, it's like, how did that work out? Like some of these guys' lives are just fucking insane. Yeah, Bubba was living large at one point. Oh, at one point, yeah. yeah. Did you listen to him back then? Oh, of that course. Was in your heyday listen, too, right? Here's what's funny. I never mentioned this, um, and I was thinking about it the other day. I was driving down Fowler one time. This was when I was maybe. 20 21 years old and there was this there was like a a, i don't know it was like a huge suv and there was a hot hot chick who was walking out of like a 7-eleven or something with some food or something and there was this big fat guy pumping gas into the this huge suv and i think it was like when the escalades had first come out or something something when they were really big and some one of my buddies like bro that's bubba the love sponge that's bubba i was like no they look at the chick you know that's him. He's fucking he like made a ton of money. They're like, look at that chick. Look at him. I was like, that is Bubba Love. So like it had to be him. Like he was dating these women that were yeah. phenomenal looking, and he was porn stars. Yeah, he was overweight. And he's driving this amazing car, and it was like. And then of course I did listen to him. He was always you know it's the whole shock jockey. Yeah. I didn't realize it, but on the documentary they said he burned the Koran. He, well, he burned, threatened he, to burn. Oh, he threatened to burn. They had the to ask Quran him not to do it on the radio. Yeah, he ran the for F- sheriff. The CIA, huh? Yeah, the CIA had to go through somebody to get to Bubba in order to say this is a national security issue. We're asking <laughs> not to do it. Like that's how big of a fucking deal he was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then one time I guess they killed a pig or something. They yeah, put yeah. him on trial. That was a big one. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the other one that he did? Like, he, oh, he ran for sheriff. He one time he ran for sheriff for Damn. like Polk or something like that. Probably. Or, some I forget which county, but yeah, he he I probably s- Polk. Yeah, I want to say he had. Did he legally get his name one? changed? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so that it would say Bubba the Love Sponge yeah. or something like that. He got it legally changed, right? Yeah, it's legally Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah, so because driver's license, right? Because when <laughs> when the it, I, I I think it's because when it was on the ballot, he wanted it to say Bubba the Love Sponge. Like not, yeah, you know, yeah. nobody's gonna know who you know his real Todd name. Clem. Yeah, nobody's gonna know that. <laughs> 
Close your eyes when you do it. This is insane. What's wrong with you guys? Just close your eyes. But look, look. <laughs> What's wrong Whoa. with you guys? <sighs> sometimes uh, you need a little something extra to just get you going, man. I need a, jo- a jar of that in the car sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Driving long distance. Mm. Yeah, that that documentary was good. It, it was, but it was like weird though. Towards the end, they kept talking about like you know the the media doesn't lie oh, for God. the press is the listen, you know some CNN, of the, the, why would you say such terrible things they, about CNN like they CNN held, is listen, truthful they held them they held the media out like oh, they like, were just above reproach and they didn't have an agenda right, and it was just like right. come on man stop stop yeah that part of it kind of lost me. Yeah, they they re- and then they played the music. They, they there was music in the background when they were giving their little speech about how how clean and 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 righteous they were. It was just how like how righteous oh, the media stop. is. Stop it, bro! You you, you had me up Brian, until this. They were showing Brian Stelter, like <laughs> Brian Stelter's the poster child for truth in media. <laughs> it, was, it was it was bad. It was ridiculous. <sighs> and it's so funny, too, because they were really hammering. Trump was president then, so obviously and they, they were hammering, hammering away at him. Hammering. Oh, they were shitting on Trump. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's Peter out Thiel of Thiel for supporting Trump. Peter Thiel is a fucking right-wing bigot, even though he's gay. He's a weird dude, though. Have you seen, the, like, the way he walks? He, you know. He has a very weird gait. Is that the word for it when you walk? Gait. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, absolutely. The problem is. With all of those guys, um, Boziak and I were talking about it. Like, you ever know, like, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, like, Teal, like... Musk. Musk. They're all a little They're off. awkward. Yeah. They're, it's like they're on the spectrum of autism. You know, they're yeah. somewhere on that spectrum. You know, there's... Like, you saw how how he talked. Teal. He was he was Very, odd. very odd. He might be the weirdest out of all of them. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I, right. did, I wasn't really aware of that because he's not so much in the in the spotlight as the other guys are. Well, yeah, well, I didn't realize it until I saw that video. When he started talking and trying to explain something, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah you're, there's something you're, there. Yeah, 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 there's something missing. So, and he does not, he apparently holds grudges. Like, I mean, he's fucking. Well, imagine if you were him, though. Imagine if you were him. You were a billionaire. You had all you had done all this, and then some fucking fly by night gawker website says Matt like you're Matt Cox yeah. is Peter Thiel. Matt Cox is gay or something. It, Matt it, Cox is totally gay. That was the headline. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. Is he gay though? Yeah, he's yeah, gay. He is right. Okay, so and you hadn't told anyone. Like it was a secret thing. Only his family and his like close close friends knew. Right. And then they just they did that. That would kind of like. Like, it, it, it does. It, it feels like you? it's an invasion of. It feels like it's an invasion of my privacy. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, That's I a big being, thing to out for the first time to like to put you on public. Yeah, spotlight for that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I can understand how he held a grudge. I can, but I can't imagine spending the tens and or twenty or thirty million dollars that he spent. If you backing had, if all you of had these $4 guys. Billion dollars, you could yeah, I guess it's nothing. It's yeah. pocket change. $4 billion dollars is like uh, 200 grand is like $20. Yeah, you say that, but rich people don't like to lose money. Yeah. Like they didn't get rich because you're okay with losing money. Like, you know, <clears throat> they're nobody all different. Wants to lose. Nobody wants to lose. They're all different. Yeah. Some of them, like, some of them have more risk aversion than others. Yeah. Or more, what is it, immune to risk? No, risk aversion. Okay. Right? It works. Um, anyway, it was a good. It was. It was definitely a good. Definitely a good uh, documentary. I think I don't really know much about him, but I want to learn more about him because he seems like a fucking creepy dude. 
I just did a podcast with a guy named Barrett Brown, who is a former member of Anonymous. Oh, okay. you know Anonymous, the guys yeah, yeah. who like they they put the mask on their face and they talk about shit. Yeah, the, on, the, um, on the internet they call like they call it politicians and stuff. <clears throat> he uh, he wrote a whole thing about Peter Thiel and he's like studied a lot about Peter Thiel, and he talked about like how um, his company Palantir uh-huh. um, is like this face this facial recognition company they have they have ai software that tracks you by face by your face by your yeah. retinas and stuff like that and uh their their biggest contract was with inqtel the cia's investment arm right so it said that in the in the yeah. documentary right and this guy barrett brown did this like whole crazy deep dive on him and how he there's this thing called dark enlightenment that he wrote about Okay. I don't know. Very, very like dark, dark shit. He says that he's basically. Um, Where'd you get this guy? This guy was recommended to me on Twitter, and he's he's actually he can't come to the U.S. right now. He went to prison for four years. He went to prison for four years for what the fuck did he do? He got fucked by the FBI. The FBI fucked him for four years because uh, he wrote for. I, I think he wrote. He was a journalist for. Imagine what Teal's going to do to you. What is Glenn Greenwald? Right. What is Glenn Greenwald's uh, publication called? Anyways, he uh, wrote for he wrote for that magazine, and uh, or that website, and um, he wrote some shit and got in trouble because he le- oh he leaked information on an anonymous thread, an anonymous forum. Uh, about some of the information for the employees of a company called HB Gary, which is another intelligence contractor. Okay. So, like, uh, it, you know, like the, the military industrial complex, they will contract private military companies, send them overseas. This is a company that gets contracted by the government for intelligence, similar to Palantir. And it was called HB Gary. And they were like, somehow contracted to spy on Americans for something and and they were trying to out those people and because he outed some people who worked for HB Gary the FBI sent him to prison he got fucked for four years he originally got sentenced to 105 years but he somehow got out after four years in Texas I don't know that's a bit some kind of so what they hit him with some kind of espionage or, Something or, like or, that. Or espionage can you pull or, up? Or, can you pull up uh, Barrett Brown's? Like, well, I'm saying, I'm wondering what's the charge? Yeah, like what's the, the charge? We, we're going to find out right now. We got a Barrett yeah, Barrett I mean, Brown. Got to be espionage or something. Uh, well, espionage is like when charges. You, a spy steals stuff, right? But so and it's got to be some info. Yeah, something to do with like national security or something. Oh, okay, okay. So the FBI raided his mom's house and then they charged his mom because his mom hid one of his laptops. They charged his mom with. Um, obstruction, obstruction or of justice. Yep, yep. And then he went on his YouTube channel and he said something about, "I know this FBI agent who's look who's spying on me right now and tapping my phone lines. If he ever comes around me again, him and his whole family will." You what know you what? Doing? What are you doing? Yeah, that's that. That's what we're now doing. You threaten the life of an FBI exactly. agent. Exactly. So he yeah, got threatened on a YouTube. federal officer obstruction of justice. That's what they originally nailed him after with. the fact. That was bright. Mm. Nine hundred thousand to Stratford in restitution. 
What is Stratford? Stratford's another one of those intelligence agencies. Intelligence. So instead of using the the NSA, they just outsource it to right. some other company, like a private like, NSA. Like Palantir or, or H.B. Gary. That what, can, can get around uh, not spying on Americans? Right. Like, like well, they can, we, can ask. We, can't, we can't do it, but you can do it. Right, yeah. exactly. It's like... Um, Let us know what you find. It's like, uh, what was it, the... Um, like the they'll, they'll hire like Blackwater to go and kidnap some guy in another country and then show up on American soil and then call the DEA. Hey, we're at the airport. We have so and so. You've been looking for him. Really? They come and they grab the guy and give him a check for two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars and take him away. Yeah. So this guy was saying that uh, he fucking hates Elon Musk. He goes, everyone thinks Elon Musk is this big shining star. It's going to save the world if he buys Twitter. Let me tell you something. There is no way Elon Musk is not sitting in Peter Thiel's lap and Peter Thiel is fucking side by side with him when he's trying to buy Twitter. And Peter Thiel's the guy who owns Palantir and is trying to control the fucking world with all this dark conspiracy shit. Basically saying if if Elon does buy Twitter, it's basically Peter Thiel owns Twitter and we're fucked. So what what was this? uh, um, This was uh, like a Zoom? Zoom, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in England right now. And he actually, I think he got arrested again in England. For saying he had this sign. His mom again? No, pull, <laughs> yeah. pull up, pull up uh, Barrett Brown arrest in England. He was in, in the middle of a riot or one of those like BLM type riots. And he was holding a giant wooden sign that spray painted said kill cops. This guy can't learn. Listen, yeah, no offense. On, Dude, he's just got, he's got some sort of like complex where he just wants to fucking stir shit up. He wants to throw grenades. Yeah, I love these guys who are like, yeah, I think there should be no government and the government should really. So the other countries that have governments and armies are just going to roll in here. And nobody's going to stop them. Well, we've got our guns. Stop, stop, bro. Come on. You need you need some government here. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that, oh, that's what you had. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea. That's, yeah, that's not a not, great idea. Not a good one. No. Yeah. Especially after just doing that's him time right there. In the, Go to the picture of him wearing the tie. You would think, especially after just doing right there, time, yeah. just doing time in the Fed. Yeah. Like, did he do the four years in the Fed? Yeah, he did. He's an interesting fella. <sighs> Looks like he's sixteen. He does. In that picture, that was like right when he got out. I think, or right before he went in, maybe. But if he came back on U.S. soil, he'd get fucked. So that's why he's not here. Oh, yeah. Listen, if they want to get you, they're going to get you. They're going to find something. Everybody's doing something. Yeah, but they're not going to get him when he's in England. No. Well, I don't know. England's basically like South Carolina, right? I mean, it's it's basically you know, they grab him and say, send him over here. They'll probably send him over here. Well, they still haven't even extradited Julian Assange, have they? Well, yeah, but he's in Russia. That's right? Edward Snowden. Oh, Julian Snowden. Assange is in, I think he's in the UK. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Julian Assange is in an embassy. He's in the UK embassy, I think. Well, I mean, and they're trying to they're trying to extradite him here. So he's in the he's in the U- United Kingdom embassy in the United Kingdom. Uh, you might need to verify that. I Jordan. thought they got him, no? <clears throat> Julian Assange. Uh, What's the latest on Julian Assange? I thought he I, I can't thought even they say locked Julian him up. Assange. I can't say it. Assange. Assange. This guy also was worked closely with Julian Assange, the guy Barrett. He worked really closely with Julian Assange, and uh, you're gonna get. Listen, I'm just saying. <laughs> Peter's you, watching. You, Peter's watching. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all for free press, but you know, you've got a kid. 
You need to talk. Okay. You start. You need to start Australian. passing some of this stuff by your wife. Julian Assange. I think he's locked up. Well, yeah, he's in an embassy. Locked up in an embassy, I think. Where is Julian Assange right now? Uh, says he's says he's confined in Belmarsh, a Category A prison in London. And he's trying probably fighting extradition. Well, that's 2019. Where is Julian Assange now in 2022? There he is. What, what's a Class A prison, man? A like a decent prison, a I don't good know. one. It says Class A prison. I don't know what a class like. What <laughs> that would to type me, in? Where is Julian Assange in 2022? It's the Hilton. I was gonna say, it sounds like it sounds like it would be a nice prison. There it is. Now, like a four star prison. Sanj has been confined since 2019. Okay, so he's still. Well, that's in the UK though. I was halfway right. And they're trying to extra. Oh yeah, they're trying hard. And he's fighting. You know, so so one of the problems with with extraditing, and I've known a couple guys that have been extradited from. Um, the UK is that so is that it one if you you have to basically go to them and say look here's here's the evidence we have like we've indicted this person he's a US citizen uh, or or he's let's say that you have dual citizenship um, or you're one of your one of your citizens in some cases so he broke the law in the United States we want to extradite him here's the evidence and we'd like him to come over here and have to face prosecution. The problem is, is that is a lot of times they'll say, okay, well, that makes sense. Like your evidence looks pretty strong. We get it. You did in, in, indict him. Sounds like he may have done this. He will send him over there. The problem is, is most of the times when it goes awry is when the U.S. comes and says something like we want to extradite him. And, you know, if he's found guilty, you know, we're going to execute him. And they're like, yeah, we're not sending one of our citizens to your country to be executed. So then it's like, okay, well, then we'll take that off the table. Okay, yeah, but if he's found guilty, then he has to get what? Life? Yeah. Yes. So life, based on the evidence that you guys have, we wouldn't give him life for that. So we're also not going to send him there. Damn it. Okay, so so you have to start negotiating with them because they're yeah. like, our laws are so strict. And I, I knew one guy that was that he had actually come over here he listen. I he ran a scam. Like he was trying to tell us it wasn't a scam. Stop it! It's a scam. Like I love how you do that. Stop it! Yeah, it's it's you know. No, you don't understand. We do. Okay, the moment you start billing people more than they're supposed to be billed for years, and you make you guys made an extra half a million dollars or a million dollars, right? Yeah, but you know they saw what the bill. Stop! 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 Don't 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 try that shit. Like you you weren't supposed to be billing them the extra twelve bucks. You billed them for three for five years. 100,000 people, you guys made X amount of dollars. It was a scam. So, mm -hmm. But once it all collapsed, this guy took off. He went to England because he had dual citizenship. So he goes to England. A couple of years later, he brings, like, one of his kids into the embassy to get, like, you have to give them, like, you have to sign something in the embassy so that they could also be an American. Um, <clears throat> an American. And he went in, and when he went in, they said, hey, by the way, you have a warrant against you from the United States. He was like, what? He said he kind of knew it might have happened, but nobody had ever said anything. It had been years. So they eventually, they grab him. They let him right back out. And when they let him back out, like he was un, in custody because he he had to call in once a week. Like their custody and our custody is way different. So he was like, I'm, I was confined to my house and work and grocery shopping and going, 
you know, bringing my kids to school. And the and golf course. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. It was ridiculous. I was like, you're free. He's like, I know, but they call it big keys. But once a week I had to call. I'm like, but you weren't allowed to leave like, like England. He's like, well, you could if you called. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, well, wow. yeah, you know, it's the, it's, you know, it's the, whatever it's the, you know, they all signed a treaty, uh-huh. right? Whatever the, the surrounding European area, union is like, you know, it's basically their states, right? So anyway, the point is, is that when they got in front of the judge and they started arguing, they were like, okay, well, these, these are fraud charges and we agree you've got some evidence. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, and, and this is very serious. He could get uh, 30 years for this. And he, th- and they were going on and on. And immediately his lawyer stepped in and went, your honor, this is fraud charges for a million dollars. They want to give him 30 years. And the judge was like, yeah, well, we're not sending him back there. What are you doing? You're going to give him 30 years? Like Send it, him to China. Like it backfired on him right away. Yeah. Like, they, like the U.S. is like, yeah, we're, this is serious. Like they, and they thought that meant they go, oh, this is serious. Give, let, you got to go. Yeah, Instead, they went, oh, no, no. We're not sending one of our citizens to get 30 years for something that over here, if he was found guilty, he'd get 18 months. You know, nine of which he'd be able to do in his living room on an ankle monitor. Yeah. Like, no way. So they had to negotiate, and they negotiated like 24 months. And then he flew over there. He flew over to the U.S., went in for 24 months to the low, met me. That's where I heard the story. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's not always, you know, you, you have to have a, you know, and it has to be a comparable charge. Like, if they don't have a comparable charge over there, they're like, he did what? He did this and this and this. And they're like, yeah, that's not illegal over here. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of countries don't have conspiracy charges. So you're like, no, you don't understand. He did this and this and this, and it's conspiracy. Yeah, but he didn't rob the bank. Yes, but he was in the room when they talked about robbing the bank, and he helped plan it. But he didn't go in the bank. He didn't drive the getaway car. He didn't give them the weapons. He was just in the room talking, saying, oh, yeah, you got to watch out for this. Right. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. Yeah, we don't. That's not a thing here. Like, you can be in the room. You can you can even help out a little bit. Right? <laughs> a little bit. With the planning. Just like, not too much. This is not a he, – he didn't pay anything. He didn't make any money just because he was there. Like, to us, but you might as well walk in. But yeah. what would happen to him if he was in China? Well, in China, they just take them all out back and shoot them in the head. Execute them. Yeah. Well, did you see uh, Boziak and I did a uh, – we did a video where <laughs> these two bank employees had – this is in the Bank of China. Well, not the Bank of China. It was a bank in China. They basically were – they were the vault managers, and they took the took cash on hand, and they took some cash. One of them took some cash, went and gambled on the lottery. The problem was he won. Nice. He took like $200,000 and he won like $350,000. And I'm sure I have the numbers off. But it wasn't that much. But because he won, he was like, how much did he win? Uh, he took like 200000 and he won like 350000 oh, So gotcha. he made like one hundred and fifty, and he was able to put the money back. Right. So then he thought, I'm going to do this again. But this time he went and talked to the other vault manager and said, look, I say we take – like I already blew that money. You know, went through that in a year or so. So let's take like, let's take two or three million dollars with your help. Nobody's going to notice the money's gone because you're the other person that kind of counts the money. And he's like, and they were like, okay. So then they also involved these two guards because we're going to come in here one night and we're going to remove the money. We're going to buy lottery tickets and we're going to scrape them off. And they literally talked about how they scraped them off until their fingers were bleeding. And who they, was this? This is these two guys. Like I can't say their names. Like Ching Tong Tong and you know, right, right. I don't know. Uh-huh. So. But the fact is, is that the second time they did not win. Ooh. I mean, and I mean like badly, 
Like like they brought, took out like a couple million and they had won back like 40,000. And so what do they do? Like, you know, they, instead of saying, you know what, let's get out of China. This was going back. No, no. Do it again. It was just off. We need to try this again. Yeah. <laughs> got I got the money. wrong tickets. <laughs> they get more money. Now the, there's so much money missing. Like the bank employees are like, listen, there was a big stack of cash here a week ago huh. and there's a lot less now they were spinning them saying well sometimes it happens they come you know you know we were here when they took this and the bank other banks did this. like they're trying to do it but people are getting wise and so eventually the the employees start complaining and then they call the authorities the authorities come in both these guys take off they get caught right away they're tried convicted and both of them are taken out back and shot in the head for fraud well, this is that's, fraud that's stealing that's it, a little different than fraud, right? Well, I'm okay. It's what well, <laughs> you see. You robbed a bank, essentially, in a, in a very nice way. Like you walk. Yeah. It's not like they held him up. Like they walked out with. And it wasn't it was an armed robbery. It was like a briefcase. It was like it wasn't like like it was, it was, you shot him in the head. It was like grand theft, yeah, yeah. right? And not just that. Like this is like paper money in China. Like you guys can just run some more paper money and fix it, right? Like, I mean, this is not that big of a deal. Like you don't. They shot him. Both of them. The other two guys got like three years. The other two, remember the two guards got like three years or something? Like literally for just looking the other way. They got like three or four years in like an internment camp where they they go through re-education or something. It's like, <laughs> like, I didn't do anything. Like they just walked out. It's bad. It's bad. Oh, and by the way, this That's is- That's how it needs to be. Oh my God. Oh my God. So listen, you know right? what's really- you I know think Shane agrees. You know what's really fucked up? I don't know if that's how it should be, but I mean, I bet you a lot less people be doing fucked up shit when you're like, hey, fucking you, t- Timmy over there got shot, got capped in the head. All he did was walk out with a couple mil real nicely. Yeah, they can. Zach, that's rough. Yeah, that is rough. Like, it, nobody, it, they didn't even hurt anybody's feelings. Like, they didn't come in with hard with guns and uh, zip tie everybody and scare right. them to death. Like, they walked out with them in briefcases. Right. White collar criminal. Yeah. Non-violent. That's kind of blue collar, but look, the, here's where it really. You know where why they should have been shot in the head? They put the money in the lottery tickets. Like, yeah, that um, was dumb. The, the stupidity alone, right? Yeah, that, that tells you the mentality. These they two deserved, idiots. They deserved yeah. it for sure. The problem could have put it on roulette or something. The big problem was the the guy won the first time. Yeah, and like that if he might lost be the, reason. the first time. Yeah, he wouldn't have done that shit again. Like, now he's trying to scramble two hundred grand. And you know what's funny? This is how China is. They said that when the guy one guy took off on the run. He won. He took like a cab ride, like like something like fifty miles or a hundred miles or something, way outside of his district. Then he bought a uh, bought some kind of a, a a decent vehicle with cash. Then he went to a nice hotel and rented the hotel or something with cash. The person who rented him the hotel room told the police this guy came in he's got a ton of cash i think something's wrong the guy who sold him the car said this guy bought a car from me all cash very suspicious the guy the the cab driver said i just dropped this guy off here at this place very weird paid me in cash over 50 or 100 miles into my cab very strange like everybody called the authorities like everybody told on you that was like yeah they ain't smart they're all snitching i the whole country's terrified I wouldn't have gotten anywhere. That's the kind of country that we need to be. Oh, my God. I mean, what are the crime levels over there? Compared There's to no low. crime. There's almost Zero no crime. crime. And well, then the, I mean, the process works, no? It, it does. Yeah, if there is a crime, it only happens once. And how many people are in China? 
law-abiding citizen. Is it, is it, maybe like, you can find it, that, Jordan. Is it like three billion or two billion? Or something Look, like that? if you have to fucking, if you have to blow a couple fraudsters' brains out, this is not going how I to want prove it a at point. All. To prove a point, one point four billion. One point. What I say? Yeah. Three and oh, one point. One point three oh two are law-abiding citizens. How many lives are you saving? Like, look <laughs> like at all this. the violence and murders and deaths we have in America every day. How many? I mean, there's got to like be how this is going. There's got to be thousands. People, people, people shooting up schools, little children, and I mean, a few I, years in the in the can. Listen, maybe if we were a little bit stricter and had a little bit a more, little bit stricter, a little bit more, had we 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 enforce a little bit more discipline on our citizens oh my god we wouldn't have all these fucked up problems in our country well they want to lock rules. them up for the money we gotta bring and the we chair have, back you do understand we that have to bring the we chair have one percent of our entire population is incarcerated one percent you understand we have the largest that's what i'm saying capita. don't lock them up kill them that's i mean i'm sure like tombstone. people with duis kill them not dui uh maybe people with they maybe. get into fist fights Kill them. People that stealing golf carts. Drugs. Oh, by the way, you, by the way, drugs. You know drugs. Oh yeah, they don't play with drugs. No, Dead. drugs should be legalized. No, drugs should be legal. No, kill them. Yeah. No, we need to kill them. Le- we need to legalize all guns. just like chi- listen. Don't worry. Fifty years. I mean, not guns. We need to legalize. Yeah, we need to legalize guns, and we need to legalize all drugs. But if you go and shoot somebody and kill somebody, these guys didn't kill done. anybody. They took some money. Or if you rob a bank, you're done. Or if you commit credit card fraud or mortgage fraud, you're dead. <laughs> off with your off with your head. <laughs> I disagree. What's the next topic for the uh, on the agenda? What? How would the country? Don't you think China's winning though as a country? Yes, they're definitely winning. Well, I look. Ha- they have they have rules for people who use social media. If you're under 18, you can't scroll on TikTok and Instagram past 10 o'clock. After that, it's all educational content. I th- they want to educate their populace. I think China has some 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 issues, major issues. You know, what's like, their worst issue? Well, I, I think you know, like right now, they keep talking about like this, listen, mm-hmm. like Boziak and I go back and forth on this all the time. They're going to invade Taiwan. They're going to invade. I'm like, no, they're not. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. No, their economy is starting to implode. They're having major problems. You don't start a war in the middle of you really when you'll be a war. Well, yeah, because I think I do think that or the United be more like Russia taking over Ukraine. I, I do think that the United States would probably. I mean, Biden has re- repeatedly said that he would he would back up. You know, um, Taiwan. Like I think it's very. Listen, he look. He's he's a decrepit old man. He's fallen apart, but he is sending. He is sending over tons of weapons and money to um, to the Ukrainians, right. you know, billions and billions, right? And billions. Like he and he probably would back up. Like you can't let China invade Taiwan. Plus, the Taiwanese they know they've been coming forever. Like it's even or will it? Would China be able to take it? Probably, <clears throat> but honestly, it's going to be one hell of a bloodbath. Like this whole this whole little tiny country is set up for an invasion. Like it's 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 vicious. Like I mean, they've got everything is mined. They've got tons of anti uh, aircraft, you know, weapons. They've got like they've been being trained by the United States this entire time. Like they're who has the Taiwanese? The ta- Taiwanese have yeah. they really? Yeah, and they've got two. They, there's only tw- twice a year when they can really kind of launch an invasion. You know, like 
Are, would China ultimately overpower them? Yes, probably. But then again, China has the same kind of problems Russia has. You know, like they don't have really their standing army. There's a ton of corruption. Their standing army. They don't really have like the U.S. where they have like career military men go in and stay forever. Like most guys are conscripted for two years. They get back out. They're they're not trained very well. Their pilots aren't super uh, trained. They don't spend a lot of time in the air. You know, they don't. You know, they don't have the ability to move all of their forces. Like, you know, they don't have like the troop transports. But then again. Taiwan's not that far, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but also their their whole economy is having a real problem right now. Like they're about to be in one of the biggest bankruptcies in their China. Yeah, why? So, so if if I understand it right, I don't know anything about economics or money. Well, if if I understand it right, it and I might get a little bit off. But basically, what they did was like something like ninety percent of their society is creating is are like you know it's, it's rule. Right, it's rule, rule. It's 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 they're like farm. rural, rural. Oh, okay, Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yes, so I said rule. I thought rural. you said rule. rule. So it's like they're like farmers. <clears throat> so a lot of people, most people in China, like they're born on a farm or, or in a small town. They never really leave that small town, mm-hmm. and they kind of die in that small town. Well, because China's trying to grow, kind of like Shane. He grew up here, and he'll die here. And but he leave. gets around more yeah. than these guys. No, I didn't so, grow up here. And, and and they have access to the to, he has access to the internet so he's yeah. more worldly oh yeah so so all he uses the internet for is sports betting well, so so what the what the Chinese did the good stuff like I want to say like like in the, in the two thousand eight financial crisis like during that time period like whatever fifteen years ago um, that what they started doing was they started supplementing um, developers to start building more and more residential community more and more residential communities near like the uh, the cities and the government was backing mortgages so people in these little towns could move to the city so the whole place could become more industrialized right mm-hmm. so now these people are coming to the city well they start filling up the cities and that's why you have these mega cities right but you understand that most of those cities are in between some of these cities are 40 up to 44% they are 45% vacant like they're calling them ghost cities and ghost towns. Like you go in these towns and like there's just all these houses that are just empty. How is that possible with almost two billion people? Well, because the people are still are still they're still on the farms. It's a big country. They've paid or they've given some money to this massive, massive um, construction company to build them a house. But one of the things that the construction company was doing, and then they would get a mortgage that was subsidized by the government, and then they could move there, but there were supposed to be jobs, but there's no jobs. So what's happening is there's all these places getting built, and they're never being sold. But the people are putting money down. So unlike in the United States, they were taking a lot of these down payments and using it to build other things. So this, and then at about five or six years wait, ago, wait, you're going too fast. The government's taking the down no, no, payments. Not, no, this is the company. This con- huge, construction co- massive company. construction company. They were taking the down payments. Yes. Okay. A, a developer. Let's say. Got it's it. Not, mm-hmm. It's it's a developer. They have lots of construction companies underneath them. So what happens is about five or six years ago, I, I can never say the Chinese leader's name, Qing Chang Tang, whatever. What's his name? The 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 president of China. No idea. Um. Ling Tao, whatever. Anyway. Jiang Qing. Okay. So he basically a few years ago said, look, we're not going to keep subsidizing this whole Xi. thing. Xi. Xi. Xi Ling. Or I forget. He basically a few years ago, like five or ten years, five or six years ago, he said, we're not going to keep backing this up. Yeah. We're not going to keep giving you 
money for the mortgages and do all this because he knew they knew this is these a lot of these cities are being built that aren't nobody's there and there's no jobs and so these guys aren't coming so they started taking in foreign investors investor money to keep building so this company keeps doing this and what's ended up happening is i think it was last quarter which was a few months ago that for the first time ever they missed their quarterly interest payment to their overseas investors who are their overseas investors? Well, I don't know. Who, I don't have a list or anything, but that was the first time. And that means that now their second investment uh, or second one's coming due. They're saying they're going to miss that. They said at that point, most likely there's going to be some kind of a forced bankruptcy. And they said it will be the largest bankruptcy in China history. The other problem is all of these bullet chain trains that they were building mm-hmm. in China, it's the same thing. Investors and the Chinese government has dumped a ton of money into these things. And although they're amazing, nobody's, you know, first of all, COVID was an issue, but nobody's taking the trains. And now the other issue is the trains aren't going to places that have anybody living there. Hmm. So you've got a, a high ticket train that nobody's paying for. They're 20 or 30 percent of what they should have been. And the foreign investors and the Chinese investors are pissed off. Like they're just now starting to have these major problems. So your whole economy is on the verge of really starting to have a recession. You don't start invading other countries. Like you've got a problem. If things go bad, you know, look, China only didn't go under um, in what, 91 when when Russia broke – well, when the Soviet Union broke apart. They didn't go under because in Tiananmen Square when they were holding their – you know these um uh you know these large demonstrations where they were saying we want to be a democracy the chinese <clears throat> actually fired on their own people most of the countries that broke away from the soviet union they wouldn't the, the military wouldn't fire on them when they were saying look clear out the the square get these all these people that are protesting get rid of them like the the russians wouldn't fire on them like they're mm-hmm. like look i i'm sorry but i'm not going to fire these are Mm-hmm. I understand that they're they want to be their own country, but I'm not going to fire on these people. They're they're Russians. Like they're right. not. You know, it'd be like the U.S. military. Or in the Ukraine that happened too. There's a couple of coups in the Ukraine. Right. Like, you, do you really think, no matter how big the riot is, do you think that the government that our soldiers would show up knowing what's happening and they'd say, "Listen, we want you to start mowing down these people that are holding signs." Like they'd be like, "No, it would be yeah, CIA, bro. I'm not going to do <laughs> CIA that. would." I don't know about I don't know about all that, but I just know that I think that the basics of the American soldier is going to be like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Nah. Like, Bustamante asked him, he'd have a different opinion. What? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't. I, I, Bustamante's not going to mow anybody down. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he would kill for his government if they wanted. I'm to. sure it would he kill American citizens yes. though. Yes. No, absolutely. I'm calling him. Let's call him. Call oh. him up. Let's I'll call him right now. We're calling Bustamante right now. No call way. Him up. Don't call him. I am calling call him. him. He's got kids. Oh. But you just said call him. I mean, no, I'm not ready. I thought about it again. We shouldn't call him. We shouldn't okay. bother him. Yeah. Listen, he's not. He's not. You know what he said? You know what he uh, was interesting? You know how everyone's really worried about, like, the, the nuclear button with Russia? Like, Russia yeah. sending nukes and the U.S. sending nukes back and forth, nuclear holocaust and all this stuff. Well, the process of firing off a nuke in Russia is completely different than it is in the United States. In the United States, the president has all that power. The right. pre- like, Trump could have made the decision. Like, okay. Like, Let's he, do it. He could do it. Yeah. 
Putin can't do that. Really? No. There's generals. There's a there's a bunch of generals that each have their own. Uh, they they each they each make the call themselves. Like he has to ask the general to do it, and then the general it's his decision. Putin alone can't make that decision. Oh, I didn't know that. So it has to go through a bunch of these like five star generals. Putin could <clears throat> say, "Boom, do it, fire him." No. Nope. I'll have to, um, that's something Here, I'm I'll gonna look send up. You, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna send you a link to a video, uh, Jordan, and you can you can. Um, I was going to say I'm looking that up tomorrow. You can YouTube. post this. This is great. Uh, he was he went on Julian Dory's podcast. Oh just yeah, like, yeah, just like you did. Yeah, Julian's great. I'm going on again. He does a bunch of really good. So how do I send you this link? It's on Instagram. Link. I'm going to text it to you. Oh, wait. Can you pull up your texts? on? You probably can't pull them up on the computer. You'll figure it out. You'll find it. I just texted it to you. But, yeah. Oh, that was pretty fucking insane. Woo! It's Juneteenth. I know. Happy Juneteenth. How is your piss? Refreshing. Ready for more liquid death? Ready for another bump of this stuff? Nah. Not really. Shit lit me up. Start giving me the chills. Woo! Ugh. This is the Juneteenth Matt Cox edition. What are you doing? Who are you texting? I'm telling him that because I did call him, it went through. Did he text and I hung you? Up on him? No, I'm just telling him, hey, I was oh, we're doing a podcast. We were uh, going to call you, but we decided against it. Ha ha ha. Yeah, tell me didn't want to bother him because yeah. he has kids. Yeah. Yeah. You find it? No. Oh, oh come on. You smell it? You yeah. Can do it. Just look up Julian Dory. <laughs> it really uh, on reminds, Instagram. It really makes me think of um, Chlorine. Yeah. J u l i n d u d o r e y on Instagram. That's on. It's like uh, his. Did you see? Hey, listen. It Julian, is his second to last post. <clears throat> Julian does amazing um, little. What are they called? YouTube. This is it right stories? here. The one that says crazy. Watch. Yeah, yeah, he does great Crank clips. Oh, come yeah, he's on. a good clip guy. He does great clips. Motherfucker! What? You gotta be logged in to watch it. Log in. Maybe you can go on his TikTok. Search TikTok Julian Dory. Does he have a TikTok? Oh, yeah. He's big on TikTok. There you go. First link. Uh, that one. Uh, I saw we, this. We need volume. So the way that the military is structured in Russia? All right. Refresh it. There you go. If Putin did go crazy and decided to launch a nuclear missile, it still might not actually happen because... The way that the military is structured in Russia, the commanders have independent jurisdiction over the missile they can make. Really? In, the, in Russia? In the United States, it's not like that. Really? In the United States, the president says launch, he gives a code, and done. Everybody launches. In Russia, he says launch, and each individual commander has to say launch. Which means that if the CIA were running an intelligence assessment and determined that 99% of commanders would not take the order, that might be all the United States needs to be like, let's go in and take out Putin. If Putin huh. go crazy in this... How crazy! I love it's crazy how fucking calm he is about talking about this stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just so like calm, he's great. and relaxed. 
I'm worried about his hair. It's really puffy. Oh, he looks like Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he's it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, Julian has great clips. Great he does, clips, man. Yeah. He spends a, he lot, puts of a lot of time doing that. Those. Yeah, those clips are fucking little miniature <clears throat> movies. They're great. Yeah. I have. Um, I started. I told you I started a clips channel and a. Um, oh yeah, I subscribed a, to it. I was your first subscriber. Nice. You're welcome. And a tiktok uh one two and like uh my subs my subs of like it was down to like i was getting like a thousand subs a month and now it's up to like two or two old two and a half you oh, know, yeah like it's coming up like i'm almost oh, well, what's happening your, your subscribers on your main channel are growing jumped yeah. really yeah yeah even my tiktok even my tiktok with my knockoff um soft white underbelly uh it's called uh, Inside the Darkness. Mm-hmm. Remember, I start my TikTok all, already has like almost three thousand. I just started. No putting them way! Out. Yeah, it's crazy. My TikTok's at like a hundred. I mean, you, I post like once a day. Do I you got, really? Yeah. So what is it? What are you posting on there? I'm posting the little the interviews of these guys. Like I do like an hour or thirty <laughs> minute, whatever the interview is, and then I just take it and I cut it up. I'll find like some of these guys say crazy stuff. What is the name of your TikTok? He'll pull it up. It's called. Um, it's called. Inside the darkness. It's inside the darkness. Yes. TikTok. In, inside period darkness. Inside period the period darkness. Hmm. But um, and it's just like soft white underbelly. It's you. You called it a. You called it a discount soft white underbelly, which is accurate. But still, still, it hurt. Did it hurt really? No, it didn't. I started laughing immediately. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. You summed it up. The fucking dollar store soft wet underbelly. Yeah. Oh, and listen, I got this kid named Gunner uh-huh. who's running. Well, that's this is a soft wet. This is wow. Is. You already got three thousand followers. So this is this one, but you know I have a, another one too, which is um the other one I have is called Matthew Cox Crime. That thing's got like twenty two thousand or what? Yeah, this kid started running it for me like two months ago. No. Six or eight weeks ago. Spelled Matthew wrong, I think. Miss Matthew. M-A-T-T-H-E-W. Cox. Crime. 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 Oh, you still didn't. So you still, you there you go. Crime. There it is. Top yeah, one. Top one. Yeah. So this what is it? 23,000 23, followers. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Are you making money on this? Can you make money on no, TikTok? You can after 10,000 <laughs> followers you can monetize, but the kid Gunner but Gunner was like, "Nah, he said I've heard mixed things and it's just you just don't make enough to make it worth it." He said, "Let's just keep going." And this is really boosted. This is doubled, almost tripled my subscribers per month. Damn. On Instagram or on on YouTube? On YouTube. What? Yeah, cuz there's a button Jones is seeing dollar signs. Yeah, there's a button for my YouTube. There's a button somewhere over here. Probably got a lot. Watch one of it. What's his, what's your most viewed one on here? Let's find out your oh, most Oh, one of them's one. got like six. 12,000. No, no. One of them. 37,000? 96 and a half thousand. No, one of them's got 600,000. Five, 500, 600,000. Can you sort it? I don't believe so. Nah. Yeah, it's got. This guy's got it. Look at his thumbnails with the arrows. Right? He's amazing. Look, that's me. That's 192. On the very right. Click on that one. Yeah. 14. Oh, this was from our first podcast. <laughs> Damn, let's throw back. Yeah, he, he cut up a bunch of them. 
He's it's got a here, I'll tell you right now. Look at that green curtain. <laughs> this was three years ago. Damn. This guy's killing it. Hunter. Shout out to Hunter. No, no. Gunner. Gunner. Oh, Gunner. here it is. Gunner. Look, that's the one. What a cool it's name. Gunner. Five. Fucking A. It's got 561,000. Damn. Top right. Top right. Oh, the top top left. Okay. Wow. 561,000. So that's Damn, one. son. But yeah, 23,000. Like this kid. <laughs> listen, you know what it had when he started? I think about six weeks ago. Gunner, hook me up. Three, he had 300. Nice. He had what? I had I had three hundred followers. How much are you paying him? Um, we'll we'll talk about it. You're not paying him, are you? What are you talking about? You're not paying Gunner. What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) I'm I'm, we're we're talking. Well, he's worth he's worth a fortune. Whatever you're paying, he's doing great. These are great. That's badass. This, this, this guy. guy. I need, I need, fun. I need Gunner. <laughs> you do need Gunner. Gunner's yep. a sick name. It's going to cost you now, yeah, Jones. It's, Gunner's expensive, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gunner's worth it. He's he's amazing. Bro, did, listen. Hey, I was he's thinking I'm going to name 22,000. I'm thinking I was going to name my, my new kid. I'm going to name him Ripsaw. We're not Chainsaw? Ripsaw. Why Ripsaw? I don't know. I heard that name the other day. It sounded pretty cool. Wife would never let it. Ripsaw. No. Ripsaw Jones. Is I that mean, good? I Bushwhacker think Jones should hits talk. Bushwhacker I think you should talk to your wife. <laughs> what's what what's what else Shit. is on your agenda? Uh, that's it, Matt. I heard, over the weekend I heard you on the radio three times, three funny? fucking times. Is that serious? On, uh, serious? on ESPN Radio, <clears throat> they must have the contract with Title Lock. I'm riding in the truck and I'm listening to like sports, and I hear this guy talking. I'm like, fucking Matt. And then I hear the title log guy come on. I said, no shit. Fucking Matt Cox. On ESPN Radio. He's everywhere, bro. You were in the halfway house two and a half years ago. Now you're Fucking all- on ESPN. Right, right. Listen, How crazy you know what's Honestly, so I was. I was riding thinking about it. I'm like, holy fuck, this guy. Is, this is ESPN Radio. The, listen, you know what's so funny is that I'll be doing a podcast about fraud, and guys are leaving comments saying, do you realize that, uh, that all the – all the commercials are from banks and mortgage companies <laughs> on that they're advertising on yeah. my podcast. Or what a three hundred and sixty? Yeah, exactly. So this is what home title one hundred and eighty. Yeah, and I'm yeah, I'm yes. going to New York in like two weeks. I told you I, mean, I can't yeah. say f- for who, but yeah. I'm going there to be filmed for a, a thing for for a, a big pr- like, big fancy production. Yeah, like a shots. documentary type thing. Um, it's fucking awesome. It's right. It listen. You know, it always sounds better than it is. You know, no, but the, still the, journey, the journey is is you you've come a long way, man. I've I've a long way. I've the Matthew up. Cox come up. Absolutely. Listen, and you know, listen, and every time I'll tell you right now, it was Danny's fucking bullshit saying. <laughs> well, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm thinking about. I'm on the phone with you. I'm thinking Fuck about. Do I, it. I'd like to do a, a some kind of a, maybe a true crime. Can I talk to you? Can, and he immediately scams me. Best, thank God he scammed me. He's like, well, you know, the best way for you to figure out whether people are interested or not is to come on my thing and uh, come on my podcast and tell your story. It's like oh, I don't know, I don't. Know. <laughs> and then I go and I do it, and it like blows up and changes yeah. everything. It's like because even when he said it, I was thinking this dude's scamming me. He just wants me to come <laughs> fucking and scam. tell a story. And I was like, I'll do it. He has answered a lot of questions. I mean, he's answered every question, taken all my my calls, returned all my emails, texted me. I was like. He's done. He's really and gone you're out. in the fucking halfway house, no yeah, yeah. less. And so as soon as I get out, he says, "Hey, 
I haven't put anything up in like two weeks. You got to come now. Mm-hmm. I answered your questions. You got to come. <laughs> like he dropped all pre- pretense of being a nice guy. Listen. I was like, uh, okay. And I thought. That, that, that phone call was literally our podcast that day bailed. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I, I need, that, that guy rescheduled. Yeah, and I, I was like, right there, I need though. somebody. I was like, did I, I come like, that night? Call Matt Cox right now. And you came. Yeah. 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 Because I, I figured this guy's going to stop answering questions. Like he's been really good with explaining things to me. And then yeah. I came and I did the thing and it was it was great. And then I then I was like, hey, let's do a let's do a true crime podcast. He was like, no, oh, no, no. Let hmm. me think about it. And then it never happened. Still worked out. Hey. It still worked out. Yeah, no, no, Look at absolutely, you absolutely. No, good times. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's it seems. Listen, everybody I know right now. Oh, the doctor said to say hi. Oh, hey, doctor. Um, Too bad this isn't live. We'd get a nice donation. I'm telling yeah. you, right? Um. Yeah, I'll explain the whole hunt, the whole uh, gunner and the doctor and the whole this. And he, the, oh, he knows or- the doctor. Oh, oh no, he's he's orchestrating all. Listen, this dude's doing all kinds of stuff for me. What? He's amazing! I can't Damn. tell you. I can't tell you. I don't want to jinx it. Can you tell me off air? Yes, of course. Okay, good. So, Hell yeah. um, but but like him, like I've got like five or six guys that are like in the know. And all of them are like, bro, you understand? Like, you were on the cusp of something really happening. Like, all these things are about to happen. And I'm like, yeah, I felt like that for about two years. Um, and they're like, well, it's, it's close. And everybody, Jess, everybody's like, I'm telling you, like, I feel like something's about to blow up. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, gonna... I would, it would be nice. Don't forget about your, your uh, friends down here at Rack when that happens. <laughs> I'll be shouting out every time. I'll be on Joe Rogan. Like, I, I got to say hi to Danny and Hat Rack. Hell yeah. <laughs> Before I forget about him next month, one last shout out. Yeah. Good times. Hey, are we going to call the Emperor? I mean, you can call him. So what is like, the deal with him? What's the story with the Emperor? Okay. Last time we talked, you thought he got arrested. I again. thought he got arrested, but he didn't. He For didn't people who don't know, the <clears throat> Emperor, who is the Emperor? Uh, I mean, Frank Amadeo. Frank Amadeo. Frank Amadeo. Is, what's his, what's his uh, condition? I mean, he's uh, a he's rapid, rapid, cycling. rapid cycling bipolar with features of schizophrenia. Right. And he <laughs> believes, since he was very young, he has believed that God is telling him he will ultimately, he will be emperor of the world, which is an odd thing to hear. Um, unfortunately, he's also a lawyer and extremely competent and has, <laughs> has tried to mount a coup in the Congo. There's a documentary about that called Nine Days in the Congo. He was convicted for stealing 180, defrauding the federal government out of $180 million. It actually, the number is closer to $200 million, but that's what he pled guilty to. And uh, he eventually, I mean, literally, I got pictures of him with Bush. He uh, backed, he was one of the financial backers of the uh, NATO, uh, NATO um, summit in in uh, Latvia, he uh, he owned several companies that were security companies that did like you know security consulting and guarded like food trucks and stuff <clears throat> in Afghanistan. So I mean he's he had a ton of I think it was like forty thousand employees. He has just a ton. It was like half a billion dollars in revenue. He had a bunch of companies. So eventually he gets in trouble with the government. He they. According to him, really not even according to him, honestly, according to all the paperwork, even the government admits they drugged him like he was drugged. 
They convinced him to plead guilty. He pled with what kind of drugs? Like MK Ultra type deal? No, no, no. Like like Thorazine, like ridiculous amounts of just like he's like drooling during during his sentencing. I mean, he's completely out of Thorazine. What was it called? Thorazine. Thorazine. Like, yeah, it's like a a downer. Like it's mm. is it antipsychotic? Like, you, so you got his his uh, spidey senses tingling over there. Is it like a Vicodin? That sounds yeah, on way steroids. better. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, it's you know it's it's bad. It, it's it's something you get. Into oh, like is, is it kind of like? Oh, like, it's, uh, yeah, what's it's that, like what's super Xanax. What's your favorite drug that you love? Uh, fentanyl. Oof, it's like fentanyl. No, oh, no, that would jack that's a, a painkiller. No, no, okay, it's not like fentanyl. No. So anyway, he um he eventually pleads guilty, thinking he's going to get a few years, and really honestly, just just drugged out of his mind. Uh, the government, um, they, they um. He he's a ward of the state. Like basically, he's he's you know he's certifiably like insane. Like he has a guardian. Like he can't sign a check. He's he's got you know they've they've got him. He's he's got a legal guardian. He's got his rights were taken away. So he pleads guilty. He gets sentenced. They give him twenty two years. I go to prison. I meet him. I'm in trouble. I got twenty six years. He han- he handles my case because he is a lawyer. Handles my case. He ends up filing two twenty two fifty fives. He gets seven years knocked off my sentence the first time. Five Jeez. years knocked off my sentence the second time. He eventually gets himself out of prison. Yes, please. He gets himself out of prison on COVID. So he's out. Yeah. And you know, I found out why he's out they on COVID. He's out on okay. So COVID that's release. You know, and like that's what that's what they all call him. Like like you get out. Oh, I got out on COVID. But I mean, you know. I mean, there's a technical, like, you know, at his age and with his, you know, his con- um, health, health, yeah. it's dangerous for him to be in prison because COVID is, is rampant. rampant in prison. So they let him out, put him on an ankle monitor. He starts working. While Doing he, what? Um, unfortunately, uh, I believe he there were two law firms that he was consolidating and he started um, buying up other companies that were failing or he was he was um, doing some kind of consulting for companies that were failing. Essentially, some, a very similar to what he was doing the first time. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding, my very limited understanding of what happened. But what ends up happening is they he his his release gets violated. He goes back to jail. He's held in jail for I want to say four months. Never filed a reason why. Finally, they go in front of the government, in front of the judge. He finally gets forces. The bureau, or the Justice Department, to bring him back in front of the judge and says, "Why did you violate me? Why am I in custody?" Mm-hmm. They said, "Um, we heard that he was suspected of committing a crime. What crime? Where's the evidence?" Yeah. The judge said, "Look." Oh, and they also said he left the jurisdiction without permission. So they said, "Great. Where's the evidence?" The judge said, "You got ten days." Ten days later, they still hadn't provided it. The judge says, "Okay, you got you got ten more days." Still, like a month later, they still never were able to provide anything that they said they violated enforcer. The judge said, you got to let him out. Yep. What are you doing? So they let him out, and he got back out, and I thought he had re-violated because I, I know someone who is in communication with him, and she had told me, I haven't heard from him in weeks. I think he may have been re-violated because they have it out for him. Mm-hmm. So, But I, I texted his attorney, and his attorney said, nope, still out. He's doing fine. You could call him if you want or text him or whatever. Here's his phone number and everything. I was like, yeah, but I didn't. Um, so, if but if you want to. Can we call him on your phone? Because he doesn't know your number? 
He doesn't know my number. Okay, well, let's call him. him. <clears throat> I'm going to connect my phone to the speakers right now. And we're going to fucking do it, Matt. It take me a second. Dun, 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 we're getting ready to call the emperor. What if we got the emperor on the podcast, bro? How insane would that be? Oh, my do. Oh, my do. Hello? Voice message system four zero seven four zero. Oh, he texted me. Sorry, I can't talk right now. <laughs> Bit too busy. Can I? Have too busy taking over the world. Let me make sure I call the right number. What should I say? I would say that I'm doing a podcast right now, and we're discussing your story, and would love to know it. It would love for you to chime in. Crazy shit, Frank Amadeo. Hopefully, we can get him on here soon. So, what's going on with the economy right now, Matt? <laughs> what do you do? I don't know. We had this conversation. But you're the shark in the housing pool. You're supposed to know about the housing market. I mean, <clears throat> I, my understanding is just. But all I know is from listening to you know people that I know that are real estate agents and and listening to you know same stuff you hear is it's just like the the amount of of houses that are on the market remember there was like no houses on the market as soon as it came on the market it sold like now the inventory is like growing and growing and growing the they said in the last three growing. the last three months they said the inventory is just outrageous like their really? houses are everyone's not, everyone trying to sell selling. because they think the market's going to tank is that right. why no because well, they're paying so good well i think it was a, a seller's market before right where yeah. the, if you were a seller you you know but now i think that the buyers are just starting to dry up and mm. is it you know and look but everything why I mean, I think that it's just it's just that because everything's so expensive because of inflation and everything's getting so expensive. Like if you thought, hey, I have all this extra money, I can go buy a house, I can spend a little bit more, I have a better more money on a down payment. Like none of that's possible anymore. Like in the last three months, because the interest rates are so high, six percent. No, I think the, the average is six percent now. Well, yeah, but it's not that they're doing that to try and slow the economy down. Like so they're, they're trying to slow it down because it was growing so fast, but they should have been doing that two years ago. Why? Now, I don't understand this shit at all. Why would they try to be slowing it down? Because they know that there's a bubble that's going to happen. They know it's going to pop and it's going to be a crash. So they, they're like, they, they don't want it to keep growing. So you, you so raise, why do you, you want to stop people from buying houses and taking out mortgages? Well, you want to at least slow it down, not stop it. If they want to stop it, they'd make it 18%. They just want to slow it down. Slow like, down. Like it's, it's getting too much. What happens if it keeps going at the same rate, at the same fast rate? I don't understand. How does that get bad? People, you got a bunch of homeowners. Why is that a bad thing? Well, because eventually when the market crashes, because look, at at this point, all the money that they've dumped into the economy, Mm -hmm. it's now starting to take effect, right? Like you're starting to have serious inflation. And this is serious inflation. Like I buy TV dinners. They're they're $3.40. One forty-two, forty-five cents. Do you really? I used to buy. Yeah, lean cuisine. Absolutely. You eat lean cuisine. I love lean cuisine. What kind? I, lasagna. What? Are there no, different I flavors? Yeah, but no, but I don't. Yeah, there's I don't. No, there's one yeah. flavor. Yeah. Which one do you eat? <laughs> I eat it's, pork it's, and beans. It's, it's, it's I think it's turkey with a anim, uh with um. Pull apple, this. Pull apple a picture spices. of this shit up. Apple spices? Is it? Ch- is it turkey chicken? with apple spices? Yeah. Lean cuisine. It's delicious. I gotta see what the fuck this looks like. You ever saw a lean cuisine? Yeah, and like yeah, a, 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 a microwaveable like a, meal. You know what they what are Al now? Bundy would eat. Listen, they were no, they were three dollars and like forty five cents. They're now like four dollars and sixty cents. This yeah, is what you it. fucking eat. I Matt? love these things. Are you oh serious? Oh my god, pull up the nutritional facts of this shit. I'm hungry as hell. I made ribs tonight. Where can I buy these for three? It says three dollars and four. I don't know where they're Walmart. Buying. You got to shop online, Walmart. man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Three yeah, fourteen at Walmart, but oh, listen, they're four dollars and something at, at four, like four fifty, four sixty at Publix. It's oh, outrageous. Yeah, Publix is highway actual. robbery. Yeah, but I mean, everything is shooting through the roof. Gas. So why is the price? Are the prices of all this shit th- shooting through the roof? Like why? Because the mortgage. Because the mortgages. No, no, no. Why? Because they dumped so much money into the economy. The Fed, the Fed did. They dumped. Yes. What do you? And when you say dumping money in the economy, you mean sending people the fucking Trump checks, the Trump checks, the, right, the, right, all the checks, the Trump checks, and then of course Biden released some. Um, didn't Biden, Biden? Biden did Trump checks. Yeah, uh, I think didn't, didn't Trump do, do two, and then didn't Biden do one? Maybe. Plus all the PPP loans, plus all of the. Now we're going to pay you six hundred dollars a week to stay home. You so know, all these people having money. Right. Caused inflation. Well, they caused them to go out and buy more stuff. Right. Right. <clears throat> so they bought more stuff. So inventory goes down. So the the guy who's. Okay. okay. So inventory then they go down. out, they go out and they produce even, or they produce more stuff and they raise their prices. Because everyone's just buying. Because they're buying. So what do we do to slow it down? We, we raise, we're not charging enough. We're running out of, we're running out of sodas, charge more for sodas. It'll slow the process down and we'll make even more money for what we're doing anyway. But then the government starts sending people all the money and then their prices are still high on the lean cuisines. Right. And they're still buying and buying. And then at some point it becomes But what, how expensive. many, fuck, how much share are you going to buy with 1400 bucks? Like it doesn't, I mean, they're still buying. It doesn't matter. They also made car loans extremely, remember car loans in the middle of that, uh, in the middle of the pandemic are like. They're like 0%, yeah, 1%. Giving everybody they're a car. giving everybody a car. They lowered the guidelines uh, for what you had to, to qualify, how much the down payment. Well, like anybody could get a car. Hell yeah. I just got out of a halfway house and I got a car. <laughs> you know, like you're giving, like I've got like a eight months worth of credit. You're going to give me What's like 100% score? at that point. It was now. Nice. Now? 735 damn Matt. out of the halfway i was it was 750 something but i still only had like six months worth of credit right i got six months worth of credit and no job and barely uh, have a job at all now you got what you got three years worth of credit now and you still got a seven seven seventy five yeah but i'm kind of living off some of the credit cards now uh where before i didn't have anything on the credit cards so you know so you have your capacity is higher anyway the point is is that at some point all that money and all the things getting charged more and more and more, you know, are getting more and more expensive? At some point, it just can't keep going, and right. they stopped giving you free money. Right. So what's happening is everything is suddenly about to just say, like, first of all, house prices. That's a perfect example. What's up, world? You just watched a clip from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes. That's right. You can get weekly, pure, uncut content straight from the jungles of Colombia. If you want to watch the full episode, make sure you go to patreon.com slash concrete videos. Peace.